watching again. again. All the things I be forgotten. And I We're talking sports. Star sports. Hey, it's Matt Penridge. I'm Andy Reid. And this is Fumbling Around. Taped in front of a live studio audience here in the Feldspar Studios. Thank you so much for coming again, Robert. Yes. Andy, we are traveling into the future at this very moment. Do you think you could... I'm getting some weird feedback. Ooh. Well, I don't know. Gone. Might have to do deal think, with it. it. How low do you think you can sing? Because well, I got pretty low on that. Dude, we're doing like that, that Tibetan t- monk thing. <laughs> yeah, throat singing. <laughs> the reason I say we're traveling into the future because Andy... <gasps> We are recording this in 2017, but it is now 2018. Remember, when oh, it, I remember. Remember a world where everybody mm. thought it was the worst year ever because a bunch of yeah. old famous people this died. Year? Oh, <laughs> no. like a different no. year. <laughs> 2016, everybody was like, "Oh, worst year ever. We lost Alan Thicke. Uh, Alan Thicke's <laughs> Alan dead. Alan Thicke's dead. National I, treasure. I, Alan I, Thicke." Oh, I watched Growing Pains as a kid. Alan <laughs> Thicke's gone. He left oh, us. Mike Seaver doesn't have a dad. Oh, no. Carrie oh. Fisher, had, she took an incredible amount of drugs, and she died younger oh. than she should have. Oh, R-I-P. no. It's the worst year ever. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Marshall was 99 <laughs> years old, and he left us. Who's Gary Marshall? Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. Happy Days. Oh. Laverne and Shirley. Oh. Uh, he pretty Woman. I, no, he's Richard the, Gere. He created Happy oh, Days. Writer dang. and director of Pretty Woman. Writer and director of such hit hol- holiday classics as New Year's Eve and Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He wrote uh, like like every clap. Mork and Mindy. <laughs> uh, Charles in charge. He's a regular. He's an old doctor. Young doctors in love. It's what we called an. An old Lin Sang. Yeah, an old Lin Sang. Yeah. But that was where we were at the end of 2016. Yeah. Everybody thought things can't get worse. We've lost Oof. celebrities. We already knew things were going to get worse by the end of 2016. <laughs> we, we can't. I can't fathom a world that is tougher than losing a bunch of celebrities that I loved, like David Bowie and Prince. Yikes. But now here we are. Here we are. Here we are. A year uh, later. We're still alive. Bedraggled. Bedraggled? Yeah. Did you just make that up? I don't think. I think that's a word. All right. Bedraggled. Bedraggled. I used to bedraggle my underwear. Dingling. <laughs> I don't know what either of those mean. <laughs> Ooh, eighth grade Matt bedraggling his dingling. Just bedraggling it all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You know what happened today? What? The Lions won. Oh. Yeah, that's right. They finished 9-7. and seven. They finished strong nine at 9-7. Seven. and seven. What? Like, to come out and blow out the Packers yeah. a week after you completely tanked 
S the Anything. B. You shat the bed. Shat the bed. The bed has been shat. That bed was S. That is the most Lions thing I can think of is to come into a game where things need to happen, but those yeah. things happen. Mm-hmm. Like Atlanta loses, and you're playing a team that knows its coach is, <laughs> is leaving after the year. They're five and nine. Who cares? Pack it in. Like <laughs> this season's over for us. And then to get kind of run off the field. It's uh, it's so dumb. And today they look like they were playing with so much energy. I know. They're all spry and good. Like, you don't want to see them go out on a bad note, I guess. But also still just like, blah. I know. Blah. It's like they were tight last week. Like Caldwell, I don't know. I think Caldwell is out the door. There's already rumors that it's for sure a thing. But I, I don't but even who, know. Like I don't even know. What you're gonna, what you would blame on him? The play calling? I don't know, do but after, like the Lions are just in that that rut where it's like we're, we have a coach for three, four, maybe five years. Right, doesn't work out. Start over. Give him a couple of years to figure it out. Then get upset and then leave. Like then he leaves. Like, who? I mean, who's next? What the are you going to other is than some like, Patriots assistant coach? Oh boy, that so. The NFL is now in college football mo- mode where you just have to like in college, especially in the SEC, uh, if you're making a change, you just have to hire somebody that coached under Nick Saban at some point. Right. So now that's where we are. Right. Because the, the Lions got to bring in that Parcells, their GM or whatever. Whoops. Got a little. Ooh, we got playing. my bad. We're sponsored now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're sponsored by whatever. Uh, uh, auto ads come up on yahoosports.com but yeah that's like oh so yeah i don't know who like you gotta bring that lineage in other than that pedigree john harbaugh i mean who who would they hire that's like oh this guy's good good like i have not heard any names you know and they're not gonna obviously they're not gonna hire john harbaugh that's not gonna happen bring uh maybe give uh what's his name mariucci another shot the mooch yeah bring him in yeah Bring in like smooch the mooch. Yeah, I don't know. Is that a thing? Do people wear yes. shirts? I'm gonna smooch the mooch. For sure, women. Yes, <laughs> women. Every woman that Woo! went to a Lions game. I'm gonna smooch the mooch. Man, that man was just handsome. What a handsome. Just man. straight up handsome. Remember from uh, good old Iron Moon. Yeah. Way up into Yupi. I'm friends with Tom Izzo from way back. Yeah. We're gonna run this city. How weird is that though? That. Two friends from the UP. Were they both from the UP? I think so. Who knows? I think, I think so. They went to high school together, right? That they would both be such high-level coaches. I know. It's very strange. I know. Very strange. Oh, my God. I mean, they're both pretty good. I know. It's Mary like Uchi, when that's... you learn that like Danny DeVito and Justin Timberlake went to high school together. <laughs> <laughs> Same year. They graduated same the same year. You know how Danny two DeVito stars. is 38. <laughs> two stars with such magnetism on yeah. stage. Kate went to the same I mean, small high school in California. Yeah, they used to have a two-man act. <laughs> Danny DeVito was the puppet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mariucci. That's like the lion's curse, though, because he was considered a very yeah. good NFL coach. And he yeah. was the West Coast offense and whatever. Maybe he needed his personnel. But he basically, that was it. He yeah. came to the Lions and that was the end of his football career. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like so many before him. Some more exciting Lions news today. They won 
But they also won in the sense that they are not alone as the only franchise in NFL history to have an 0-16 season. Thank you, Cleveland. See, no. Thank you, Cleveland. No, thanks for nothing, okay? We held a record. A <laughs> record was smashed today, Andy Reid. I know. Reed. The 2008 Lions. happy about it? The 2008 Lions can't get together every year like the 72 Dolphins. Yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> that'd be awesome if they, if they still did that. If they, yeah, if the 2008 Lions got together and just had like... Like malt liquor, and yeah. Like trash, like garbage junk food. Because <laughs> the the like the dolphins, that's like their thing. They come they come together and they have like a champagne yeah. steak dinner or whatever. Is it every year or is it just when teams? Have the a last chance? the last team the the oh, dolphins yes. Yes. the last team that loses once once there's no undefeated teams left. Uh, in the NFL, they the seventy two Dolphins get together and have like a celebration. Nice. And I always thought that it, that the Lions should have done that <laughs> for sure <laughs> for zero sixteen, but just like a garbage version yes. of that. They just get together and eat like hot pockets, <laughs> <laughs> um, leftover pizza. <laughs> yeah, leftover pizza and malt, like just garbage booze. Boone's Farm. <laughs> <laughs> I still think that's a record stolen from them. And I'm not happy about it. Mm. They own mm. that record and also the record for just being awful. Just being awful. In general. Yeah. So we looked it up before the – because we couldn't remember if the Lions were awful the year before they went 0-16 or not. They went 7-9 and yeah. the year before, which is – I don't know what's crazier, going 7-9 to 0-16 or having a two-year run – like the Browns have from one in fifteen to zero in sixteen, yeah. one in thirty-one. The over. Lions went zero in sixteen, though. Then the next year they went yeah. two in fourteen. But so then it was that's a pretty like the zero in sixteen. They they fired the coach. They started again. They like they started from scratch basically. Yeah. Of course that year was going to be bad because you, you it's just going to be a massive overhaul. It is so the like the Browns aren't going to win four games next year they're right like, they're gonna be this bad again it's, it's definitely more surprising to go have gone one in 15 and get worse, <laughs> yeah, get like, worse. how that happens is <laughs> yeah. i mean that how many shouldn't be how able many to browns make fans, that happen how many browns fans after one in 15 were like well it can't get worse yeah <laughs> it did who who did they draft uh who? they drafted jabril peppers oh heard of him just this wait just this yeah he's year. a rook Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that. He uh he notched his first career interception today. Interesting. Yeah. And then they proceeded to not do anything with it. I saw some tweet from a, a Browns reporter like Jabril Pepper's first interception looks like that woke up the sideline. Let's see what happens. And they had the <laughs> ball for like three plays. Did <laughs> he did they have the first draft pick though? Not the or first no. no well you know what? I think they had two in the first round. I think they picked um, I think they picked a quarterback. I was gonna say because they, if they were one in fifteen, they should have. I think they, I think they had two first round picks, and uh, Jabril was like the seventh pick or whatever. Uh, and uh, this is really good radio right here. Yeah, Cleveland Browns. Their first pick was Miles Garrett. Okay, defensive end from Texas A and M. Yeah, uh, did I nail that? You did. I'm so good. Good, good call. Yeah. Um. um yeah. And then uh, Jabrili was a little bit down. 
Yeah, twenty uh, fifth. Twenty fifth. Um. Yeah. So. I don't know how. I don't know what what Miles Garrett did. Were there any rookie quarterbacks that tore it up this year? Um, Mitch Mitch Trubisky came in eventually, right? So whoever the whoever the Bears, the Bears starter yeah. was hurt. I don't know. I don't necessarily think he was a lights out guy this year, but he played. Um, and then ooh, Christian McCaffrey. They passed up on him. He was pretty good this year. Pat was- Mahomes played for Kansas City this year, right? At least a little bit. Ugh, I don't know. We're Deshaun waiting in Watson, territory. Desha- I do not know. Deshaun maybe. Watson. That Deshaun Watson was like a rookie of the year, if not an MVP candidate, Wait. before he tore his ACL. You can't botch that pick. You can't go one in fifteen and botch the number one. Pick. I don't think I don't they know, botched. I don't know the if Miles Garrett. Yeah. He's like. Uh, I mean, in college, he was a maniac. I don't know. I I did not. Uh, dear listeners, did not pay attention to the Cleveland Browns yeah. enough this year to That's tell you. That's our bad. That's on if us. Miles Garrett had a great season or not, but we'll review the game tape. I don't think that that was a bad pick. But man, to go one and fifteen and get worse is—it's really not fathomable. I, fathomable. Fathomable. But yeah, so yeah, the Lions not going to the playoffs. Probably going to say goodbye to Caldwell. Yeah. I can't I can't imagine they bring him back. I, just because I, who I gives a shit? Not me. I like I don't know. I mean what at this point is he 4 years in? Something five? like that. I don't think 5. Uh, who knows? Who I think knows? His Andy? fourth year. What do you want me to look it up? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, at the same time, I don't necessarily I can't come up with a name that's like a guy that is going to come in right away and turn this thing Bill around. Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells. Jimmy Johnson. That'd be awesome. P- pull him up from his retirement home in Key West or wherever he's drinking his life away. When's the last time that something like that worked? Where you Okay. This is the craziest. So This was Caldwell's fourth season with the Lions. He is thirty-five and twenty-eight over those four seasons. Ooh, seven games above five hundred. Yeah, with he Yummy. had his first year, they went eleven and five, then seven and nine, nine and seven, eight and seven. Gross. Oh no! This year he went nine and six. This just hadn't been updated. <sighs> well, I don't know. nine and seven. I'm nine sorry. and seven. <laughs> um, speaking of like bringing somebody out of retirement, yeah. Uh, this was a particularly insane. Uh, coaching cycle in college football. There's a lot of um, crazy hires and fires and things. Perhaps the craziest one that got overlooked because of, uh, we talked about the Tennessee situation, how nuts that was, and that Jimbo Fisher left a national championship caliber program to go to Texas A&M. This one got overlooked. Arizona State yeah, fired their coach. Uh-huh. Uh, and a lot of people didn't want him to get fired. A lot of fans of theirs didn't want him to get fired. Todd Graham, he had like a decent season. They beat Washington. Things were looking at least up. They fired him. They kept the staff other than the head coach. And they hired uh, Herm Edwards. <laughs> Herm Edwards? <laughs> yeah. The, wasn't he a former? You play I- to win the game. That guy? Is he a former NFL coach? He's a former NFL coach. I, he's been, I can't remember what he looks like. He's been on he's been an ESPN analyst for 
a long time. He yeah, ha- that's he- what I'm picturing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has not coached for a decade. He hasn't coached in college football for 30 years. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he was like he was like a graduate assistant uh, coach at some point in college. So he has not coached at all of the college level in 30 years. He hasn't coached at all in like a decade or 12 years or something like that. <laughs> what a strange it is so bizarre. Hire. Why? I don't know. I also so the their their athletic director is his former uh, uh his former um agent. Okay. And there was like some like backdoor weirdness, but he's coming in like we're going to change the way coaching works in college. I'm going to be a CEO, overlook everything. And and they were like Kids are going to be excited to be recruited by a guy they saw on ESPN, but nobody knows no. who this guy is. No, they won't. Is, no, they won't. I don't believe they that. They will at not. That's not true. So they paid. They paid Todd Graham like nine million dollar buyout, gave this guy an absurd contract, and kept the staff exactly as it is. And they expect to be like a. I I cannot for the life of me, if it works out, awesome, good for them. But I cannot imagine a world in which this is a good no. idea. <laughs> he's also he's sixty three. Sixty three. That's not young to come mm-hmm. back into coaching. No, that's uh-uh. you're winding down. I don't what's his get it. plan. I don't know. I don't. You know what? On top of that, here's what's going to happen. He's just been. He's had this cush job for yeah. the last ten years. He's going to hate this. Oh yeah. Or he's not going to put a hundred percent effort into it. Two, There's no way. Couple things. So Tennessee fans really wanted John Gruden. As their coach. And he, he's another guy that hasn't coached in a long time. Yeah. He's really happy. He has a really easy job. And he gets paid a ton of money to do right. it. And last summer, somebody asked him about coming back to coaching. And he said, I would be interested if the situation's right. I can't envision myself coaching college because I never have. And I would get in trouble. I would get in trouble recruiting within a month because I don't know all the crazy rules. Right. I would do something wrong. I would get a, I would get that program in trouble. Same with this guy, you know, like this, he's a 60, he's a 63 year old man who's been in a booth, uh, like calling games for the last, I don't know, decade. He's not going to want to text 16 year old kids all the time. Recruiting doesn't stop. You have to love that part of Football, you have to love right. that part of the job if you're going to be a college football coach. And he's not gonna, he's gonna text a 16 year old, like, Oh, I'm sorry, you're not having a good day at school, right? Or <laughs> he's gonna come in, yeah, like, Hey, I'm Herm Edwards, <laughs> and the kid's gonna go, Who, <laughs> like, okay, great. You guys ever seen that clip? You play to win the game, yeah. that was me, I did that. <laughs> Uh, I'm on ESPN. What's that? What's that? My parents cut cable. Do I get that on my phone? My parents cut the cord. I don't know what ESPN is. Yeah. Uh, weird. I is had that not that sports channel that. for snowflakes? Yeah. <laughs> liberal cucks. Oh, uh, hey, Andy. You know what time it is? What time is it's it? It's time for 2017-2018 Red Wings Playoff Watch. Oh. Can I get a drum roll? The Red Wings currently stand at 14, 16, and 7. Uh-oh. I'm afraid it's no bueno. How many points are they out? They are out. Uh, let me scroll up on this page. It looks like about... Oh, it doesn't look good, Andy. Uh-oh. They are... 
eight points out of a playoff spot, which is eight quite points. a bit at this point. Yeah, you get what? You get three for winning a game, two for winning a game. You get two for winning a game and one for making a tie. A tie. Wait, so you get two points if you win in overtime? I thought if you went to overtime, yes. you split the points. No. So it's weird now. Now you split, but the winner will get a second point. Oh. So now in. So if you go to overtime, there's three points to be had. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and it might be only if you end up in the shootout. Maybe if you get to sudden death and win, you still get two and the other team gets zero. I don't know. Me either. But it's something like that. It used to not be like that. Yeah. It used to be, which which means that there's a floating amount of points yeah. total. Right. Like, if every game went to overtime like that, um, there'd be three points a game handed right. out. If none of them, there would only be two points. It's very yeah. strange. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, it's not looking too good. Uh-oh. But they're still hovering around 500. They're a young team. It's It's hopeful. It's hopeful. It's not like they're two and twenty. It'd be, what are you gonna do? It's good. Like it's rough to like last season in the Joe to not make it, and first season in the new place to start off on a on a strong foot. Yeah, but I'll tell you what: first season of Detroit Pistons basketball down at the new stadium. <laughs> Ooh, <coughs> yeah. Squeak, 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 swish, swish, swish. Last night they played. San Antonio. The Spurs. The Spurs are good, and Kawhi Leonard's back and playing well. And? And let me tell you what. They beat them. But they lost. They Because they do. Because, like, the huh? Magic have not been having a good year. Magic are not bad. Oh, they're not? I yeah. thought they were not having they a good They started off really good. They had a bit okay. of a bad streak. But they're not terrible. Okay. But the business lost to them a couple of games ago before yeah. San Antonio. But that's, I mean, like. It sucks they're to not drop games game. to Orlando, yeah. But right now they're nineteen and fifteen. Pistons are. Yeah, they're fourth in the East. No, they're twenty and fifteen. Fourth in the East. They looked good last night, mm-hmm. and also uh, in that Orlando game, um, Reggie Jackson got hurt, uh-huh. and Avery Bradley, their other starting guard, he had already been hurt, so they were missing two of their starting guards. Uh, for the San Antonio game, and they still pulled it off. All right. Getting contributions all over the place. Good for them. You know who looks good? Who? Mini Steph Curry. I'm talking about Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard. Former Dookie. Yeah. Dookie, almost, Dookie, Dookie. almost former Wolverine. Was he? Yeah, I, I scouted him in, uh, when he was in high school. Man, that would have been a big get. <clears throat> they, he yes. was good <laughs> yes. in college. I know, and he's like, he is like the prototypical beeline player yeah he like he would have the lights out yeah he would have been uh he would have been awesome and they they pushed really really hard for him but uh coach k coach k coach k K. how do you yeah uh i really like the way his game's starting to look he's only a rookie it's not like he's lighting it up he's got a lot of talent though yeah he can do a lot of different things he scored 20 against san antonio was hot from the three three three-point line that's the biggest thing it looks like he's He's, he was like he's a really really good shooter. He's already shooting a good clip yeah. in the NBA at three at a, as a rookie. And usually rookies don't come in yeah. already. Like even if you're a great college shooter, you don't come in. Well, they're different lines. Nailing them. They are different lines. They're different lines. You need an adjustment. Yeah. But he looks good. Yeah. Um, Andre Drummond, just a just a freaking man big out there. Guy. He's, he's such a big, a big dude. Big boy. Not quite as big as Bubba. We'll talk no. about him later. <laughs> 
I'm talking Tobias Harris. We'll though. talk about him mm. later. Tobias Harris, Duncan. He had a couple of dunks. Nice dunks. Guys, Duncan, Eric Moreland. Woo. You know, fun fact: Duncan huh? used to be illegal. Yeah, because you would tear the peach basket off. <laughs> <laughs> also, they never cut a hole in the bottom of it for yeah. a while. Oh, yeah. Did you know that? That's yeah. the actual thing they had, they had a to stick. Like, pop it out. <laughs> they had a stick they used to poke the ball. Oh my off. god. Oh my god. That it would really be is it. like. So that would like, could you imagine NBA finals? There's like 30 seconds left. LeBron hits a clutch three and some guy has to come yes. out and poke the bottom of the be awesome. with a stick to co- uh, so they could play on the other yeah, end. It'd be awesome if it was like, it was in European <laughs> soccer where, um, European football, I should say, where, where like if it was a home court, the kid would just take extra time to get the ball out and stuff like that. <laughs> Dude, that's actually one of my. I don't know if it's something I like or I hate, but I th- it's both in in European football, all of the football. like different kind of ways that players game the system. Like the ball will go out of bounds, uh-huh. and they'll just they'll do the throw in from like five yards down the field yeah. from where it went out of bounds. Whereas like anywhere any like basketball, wherever the ball goes out. You have to take the ball out there. Yeah. You can't just like advance the ball, like just different shit like that. Any like if it's a penalty kick, they'll like the the ref will put the ball down and they'll just kind of move it up a little, like yeah. all that <laughs> kind of shit. They have chalk now. They'll spray like refs sometimes spray paint a line and they're like, you can't move the ball past <laughs> that. Like, just I, game in the system. Or the per I don't know. I am constantly flabbergasted at the the person whose job it is to decide when it's actually over. Oh yeah. Cause that there's not a scientific calculation about how much more like extra time gets added to the end of a game. And they'll just go and go. And then somebody will be like, Oh, that's, that seems about enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have, they have like a rough idea. Yeah. And then what's weird is that, but then if, if, the te- if a team is down and they have a chance to score, they'll just let it keep going. Yeah. Right. It's just like, if there's any kind of scoring chance, if somebody has control of the ball and, and if the offense has control of the ball in the offensive end, even, even if that team's up, they'll still kind of let it go. They'll let that play out until yeah. nobody has control of it. Um, that would be interesting time. if they brought that to football <laughs> injury time. Yeah. Or just like the game. If somebody's driving on offense, the game won't end until they oh, lose possession weird. or whatever. That is uh, the other, the thing about uh soccer. That's what I like about that though, is what it means is that the clock never stops running. Like yeah. you watch it, you turn a soccer game on, there's no commercials, right? It just goes. They just have them on their yeah. bellies. Yeah. But even then it's, it's yeah. not that long. Yesterday I turned on a game and I never looked this up. I think a player was dead. <laughs> but they showed a guy who's like laying on the sideline. They brought a stretcher out, yeah. like strapped him in and everything. And while this is going on, here's like, the difference between soccer. Cause they're doing this and all that both teams are like circled around to the sides of him, warming up, like, yeah. tossing the ball around. Like they know he's not paralyzed. If you see that scene in football, they're, like, all they're down fucking on their praying because yeah. it means that the guy might be paralyzed. <laughs> Have you seen the that clip on YouTube of a they needed to carry a soccer player off on a stretcher, and the guy is like bending down uh, like a squat rack, and he's trying to pick up the stretcher behind him and as he stands up he keeps bumping the guy's face like right into his ass he's like inadvertently teabagging this guy on the stretcher he does it like three times 
That's awesome. Oh, That's what man. you get. Yeah, don't That's get hurt. What you get. You get a face full of butthole. <laughs> um, from what I hear, there are also people over in Europe because my dad follows it pretty closely, and he reads a lot of articles over there. Especially since the internet was invented, he, he has access to all these yeah. European newspapers now. And there are people who don't like that side of it in Europe. Like it's that the clock that, keeps going. No, no, no. Just like the, the like kind of embellishing um, injuries oh. and things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I did. I was watching a game a few weeks ago and it was it was just a classic what everybody hates about soccer yeah. where like basically person didn't get touched grabbed their head like they were bleeding like they were shot uh-huh. and just rolling around on the ground it's like i don't know like nobody you can see you in the replays nobody doing? touched yeah. you yeah <laughs> especially not in your head which is six <laughs> feet off the ground yeah. <laughs> but i don't know i still like a good soccer game though i, I like soccer i saw a lot. the coolest like fake uh, injury or fake reason to come off the field in a, in a bowl game earlier this year. I think it was Georgia Tech. Hmm, can't remember. But uh, it's the last like couple minutes of the game, and there was uh, like a walk-on player that hadn't been on the field at all this year, and one of the guys on the field, like a play uh, is done, and you the, somebody uh, put this on – Twitter, like they focused on this part of the field on the replay, and you can see like guy gets tackled, a guy away from the ball, reaches down and takes off his cleat and throws it down, and like shows the ref like like injury timeout, like uh my my cleats off, and he only did that so the walk on so they could have time to get the walk on guy out on the field. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Jason Kidd as a coach got fined because at the end of the game he didn't have any timeouts left. Uh Do you remember this? No. So he like was. Um, he should have named changed his name to Jason Mann when he became a coach. He's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> not a kid anymore. Uh, but there was a player, like, he was just, so he purposely kind of, like, had his cup of water on the court or whatever and, like, got bumped into and, like, spilled oh, his I water. Oh, I do think I remember so, this. Yeah, yeah and, so they had to go and clean it up. Yeah, yeah. and so it gave him extra time. Also, Giannis um, Anakantumpu, Anakantumpu, I don't know how to pronounce this, the Greek who, freak nobody who plays does. for... The Bucks. Yeah. When he uh, started coach, when he started playing, he got benched by Jason Kidd, like as a rookie and stuff like that. And he was like, "Who is this guy, anyways?" And and then looked him up and realized that he was a Hall of Famer, which was strange because Jason Kidd was playing like not that long ago. It's not like he stopped twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Five years ago, he probably had stopped within the last five years, which is just very strange that players like that young who like Jason Kidd, it's just like. At least look up your coach. Yeah. Like, well, he uh, stopped playing five years ago. I I read a story from I think it was Andy Staples at Sports Illustrated, and when Florida Atlantic hired Lane Kiffin as their head coach, this was his first year there. Just now, um, he interviewed some people on the team. Like, what do you think of having Lane Kiffin uh, as your coach? Uh, and he had and one of the players made him show him his phone, <laughs> Lane Kiffin's Wikipedia, like. Uh, yeah, he was the Oakland Raiders head coach. <laughs> like it's right here. I'm not lying to you. The kid did not believe him. Uh, but, bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. He was. He wasn't the he Lane wasn't a, Kiffin. Lane, he that's coached not a, the Raiders. That's not even a human name. <laughs> no, bullshit. <laughs> the, yeah, He's that like, is kid, a like, French dessert. But like that was what I did ten years ago. But you have to think like that kid was like eight. <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> Oh um, man, Andy! It is bowl season, Matt. It is bowl season. Um, Michigan plays tomorrow. Very excited. Oh yeah. This so the Big Ten was snubbed 
out of the playoff, which I'm not all too sad about because if any team would have made it, it would have been Ohio State. So whatever. But Michigan could close out an undefeated bowl season for yeah. the Big Ten. Who are they playing tomorrow? South Carolina. I should say today, which is probably when people will be listening to this. Yeah. Assuming they listen as soon as we drop them. They will be. They're a seven and a half t- uh, point favorite. Uh, South Carolina is okay, but not great. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they've had a couple injuries, but, uh, like this is, this is about as good as it gets, you know, the, the, the big knock on the big 10 for the last decade or so is they come in to the bowl season and they lose a bunch of games and it's, it happens, but it's kind of also not fair. Cause a lot of their, the, a lot of their bowl tie-ins are, unfair like they have a couple in california and they play pack 12 teams right. out there and they have a couple in texas and they play big 12 teams there yeah a couple in florida and they play sec teams there why don't they come here and play us in the fucking winter <laughs> right huh that's what i'm saying rose bowl imagine that if usc had to come here yeah. every year play Let's in the winter i would would've... love for uh like chicago to put in a bid because the the um, championship game in the playoff is now a floater game, and it's basically whoever bids the most. Detroit uh, actually was one of the final bids for this season, I believe. But Atlanta, with their new stadium, they were just like, we we want this in the stadium's first year, so they bid a bunch of money. Uh, but that would be awesome if you know if that ever happened. But uh, yeah, I like it would be great for the conference to go eight and zero here. Like, yeah, we got left out of the playoff, but clearly we're, you know, we're a lot stronger than people might have thought. Yeah. yeah. Big Ten's back, baby. Big Ten's back, baby. We're back, baby. Yeah. I mean, next year you've got Michigan and Michigan State. We're two of the youngest teams in the country, if you look at who started on their teams. Uh, Wisconsin and Penn State still have a lot coming back, even though Penn State loses McSorley and Saquon Barkley. Uh, Ohio State's always good. Uh, you've got Jeff Brom and you've got uh, PJ Fleck now in their second years in their programs. Uh, Northwestern is should be pretty decent. You got Scott Frost coming into the league now. This it's gonna be pretty cray next year. I'm excited. Gonna blow up. Gonna blow up. Hashtag Big Ten all the way. Big Ten life. <laughs> <laughs> I got an email to read. Uh-oh. Should we open up the mailbag? Sure. Open Boy, up the, the mail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is it? Oh, nope, nope. Boy, Boy, yeah, 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 open yeah, yeah, the mailbag. This one is from a listener named Mitch Habba. Oh, hey, Mitch. Fellow improviser. Mitch the Stitch. Mitch the Stitch. That's what we call him. Yeah. On the road. Mitch is leaving me in stitches. Man, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Because it's a long one, but it's articulate. Uh, no, yeah. I meant to say it's thoughtful. Thoughtful. Uh, okay. Also articulate. Sure. But I meant thoughtful. Sure. Uh, he says he's an MSU fan, and mm. he has to defend your outlook on the Big Ten Tournament Championship to an extent. Under Izzo, MSU has won the regular season Big Ten Championship seven times and the Big Ten Tournament Championship five times. Uh, goes on to say uh, he was ecstatic in 2014 when they won the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, so they mean something in capital letters. But he does say, however, the instances MSU won the regular season but didn't win the tournament, I couldn't have carried left. So I don't think that says a lot about how important the tournament truly is. I just want to say that my A, I was really mostly just picking on Andy. (laughs) But B, 
Um, I agree that the Big Ten tournament is a big deal and the regular season is a big deal. I just didn't think you should make a ring for it. But I actually think that, like, to this point, I think it's a very good point. And we've talked about stuff like this before where I feel like in 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 the U.S. especially, it's like win or nothing. Like, that's all that matters. Yeah. Like, if you don't win the championship, you don't win the NCAA tournament, who cares? And it's like, all this stuff matters. I think it's all a yeah. big deal. You know, I got retweeted by USA Today writer Dan Wolken this week. Whoa. He asked, he was like, what are the what are the most memorable 2017 sports moments? Oh, yeah. And I brought this up and he was like, yeah, a lot of people forget about this, but it's an incredible story. Nice. My tweet. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, should have linked to the podcast. I, I mean, it's like, yeah, Dan, please come on the podcast. <laughs> if I can call you, or Mr. Walken. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, has a, he has a great podcast, um, Football 4. It's all about college football. Nice. It's a good it's a good one. I like um, that show. Back uh, when... But uh, I just, uh, with the... I Yeah, if, like, the years that Michigan has won the regular season... Uh, it didn't diminish anything that they didn't win the tournament. Like your sure. your footing is solid. You're gonna be uh, at least a four seed. You know, I think that's what. Whatever you're gonna, you know, uh, you're good. Maybe you take it a little easy. Get take a week off before the actual tournament starts. Whatever. Um, but especially this year with what happened, like the this regular season kind of you know they took so much time to figure out what exactly they were and how to use their weapons and then the fucking plane crash yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, it's just i thought it was yeah. really special like and then to win four games in four days uh, uh and in your practice uniforms for the first one like the whole thing was just an incredible story right yeah uh Rip Hamilton and Chauncey Billups are it's the first year or the next time they vote, they'll be up for the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And you have to be nominated for it. So it's it's not just anybody is on it anyways. But I remember we were at I was at the theater and um Jake Russell showed it to me. I don't think he listens to this podcast, but shout out to Jake Russell Jake. anyways. And there's a few other people around and they're like, I don't really know if Rip or Chauncey should be Hall of Fame candidates. And it's just like that team went to six straight Eastern Conference finals went to two finals yeah. and won one and yeah. came seconds away from winning back to back. And Rip Hamilton was the leading scorer yeah. for all of those teams. Like how I'm not saying he should definitely be in, but you can't say he's not a candidate. Right. You can't go to six straight conference finals and lead the, that team in scoring and not be a candidate for the hall of fame. Right. Like, why not? Yeah. He's their best scorer. And Chauncey Billups proved he went to, when he went to Denver, that automatically made they went to the Eastern Conference they went to the Western Conference finals that year. Like, yeah, he's yeah. He's fucking good. Right. He's fucking good. He's gut. Hey, Steve Nash never went to a finals and he's a fucking Hall of Famer. Yeah. Why don't you stick to soccer? Yeah. You Canadian turd. He's a fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Uh back when before Steve Nash won his first MVP, I think it was his he he won back to back MVPs and I used to keep a pistons blog. And I did I did a huge article on why Chauncey Billups was better than Steve Nash. And I still believe it. Uh, who okay? doesn't? No, I don't believe that. But uh, in their head-to-heads, Chauncey was better. Chauncey like, won a fucking championship. Yeah. Hey, Chauncey was an NBA Finals MVP. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. So that's yeah. what I got. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, closing up the mailbag. Thanks, Mitch. Boy, 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 boy. Closing the mailbag. Hey. Hey, if you want to huh? be on this segment, it's fumbling around mailbag at gmail.com. That's right. Fumbling around Mitch mailbag it at out. gmail.com. Mitch figured it out. And you can too. Yeah. And send your question to that and send an email to fumblingaround at gmail.com to please give this <laughs> relinquish <laughs> relinquish email this address. email address to Matt and Andy. They really need it. <laughs> hey, uh, we got to thank our sponsor, the Dirt Devil Dash. It sucks. It blows. It it's the stands dirt. in the corner very well. <laughs> it's the Dirt Devil Dash. Um, should we open up the gossip bag? Yeah. Open up the gossip bag, gossip bag, gossip bag. Open up the gossip bag. It's so much fun to do. Oh my God, we got it right. <laughs> I've been working on it. Woo! Let me tell Matt, you. I don't have one this week. I do. This is a first, an exclusive. Matt will be providing the gossip bag That's today. Right. Um, uh, this happened in Dallas, America. Okay, Dallas, America. A former NBA player has taken to Twitter to complain that a toilet was among the items stolen from his Dallas home during a bu- burglary. <laughs> That's right. Charlie Villanueva, former first round pick who most recently played, played with Dallas, but also He's had the one a with nice no stint eyebrows, with, right? Yeah. <laughs> also played for the Pistons. He was one of their marquee yeah. free agent signings right after they were good. Yeah. It was just a total bust. I remember. He posted a photo of the space in his bathroom where his toilet once stood. There is no toilet there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> his tweet says, appliance is all gone. Like, are you serious? This is mind-blowing. I'm still tripping. Who steals a toilet? Like, why a toilet? One toilet. <laughs> that is, that's impressive. Yeah. You have to get in there. You have to, like, unmoor those big bolts and right. like disconnect like, tubing, right? Yeah. I that's, mean, <laughs> that's an endeavor. How long were they in that house? Also, I who knows? But I guess maybe, I mean, maybe he's an NBA player who's crazy tall yeah. and rich. So yeah. maybe it's a $2,000 toilet, but also still, come on. That's out crazy. Of all the things in his house, I feel like if I it was dug a around, golden toilet, <laughs> find out this is some kind of insurance scam. Yeah, <laughs> quick, get rid of the appliances. Yeah, I, uh, I'm impressed. I, you know, you expect to lose trinkets and jewelry, money that you've stuffed into your mattress, what have you. Yeah, you get robbed and people start stealing appliances. They had to have like a moving truck. <laughs> <laughs> Man. But yeah, freaking stole a toilet. I see in our uh, article here, NBA's Charlie Villanueva gets emotional, emotional. about new toilet. <laughs> wow, Charlie says ever since he went public about the burglary, he learned he's learned millions of people around the world don't have toilets, and he now realizes there's a global sanitation crisis. He seems moved by the information and wants to help. How about seems that? Seems moved. <laughs> <laughs> they don't believe him. Yeah. Dude. Bowel movement. Oh, that there are so like that makes so much sense. He tweets somebody stole his his toilet. Yeah, and some like fucking socials media justice warriors like, well, you know, Charlie, there's millions of people that don't have access to toilets. And and don't get me started on rescue dogs. 
<laughs> you should be so lucky to have a toilet. Yeah. Well, he doesn't anymore. There's, He's just got a hole in the ground. There's millions of pit bulls that'll maul your babies if you just <laughs> take them home. <laughs> oh, man, we're going to get some pita calls Oh, now. boy. Oh, boy oh, Anybody boy. out there who loves pit bulls, I apologize. I love pit bull. Pit, oh, my God. Me too, dude. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide? But like, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Let's have a real good time. Let's have, remember that oh. was that tw- the 2016 NFL oh. season when that commercial was on every break. I cannot Let's have remember. a real good time. Let's have a real good, good time. time. But look, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> oh man, there's a Fuji song for the NBA one year, and it was just seared into my brain. Let's get it started in here. Let's, Let's get, get it. No. Let's get. That's, That's what, what it was. used to say. You're yeah. not supposed to say that word. They can't say it anymore. They, so they, they made, made it. it. Let's, let's get, get it started. Let's get it started. Let's get, let's get it started. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry, sorry, oh, cousin Tony. I'm so sorry. I had to give a shout out to cousin Tony because I saw him this week <laughs> for a little Christmas celebration. <laughs> Actually, not Christmas. I He's got some uh, baby twins. They're five years old. What the the one last year for college football was uh was that uh uh shit what's that band no doubt we're going down oh yeah what's that band I'm not Green Day Good Charlotte Good, no no anyways they had a song like you'll remember me for centuries uh. <laughs> and that they played that every every football that was like for the the college football playoff. Oh yeah. Um, Remember me for centuries. <laughs> the Pistons. I don't know if it's a Fox Sports Fleetwood thing or Mac. If it, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I think I. My guess is it's local because this is a local band. But the Pistons have some band on that sounds like an exact. It's they're just ripping off Led Zeppelin. It's really annoying. I I read some articles about them because they were playing it. And I was like, are they playing Led Zeppelin? Fallout and it was literally just oh Fallout Boy. Yeah, that's right. Were they one of those whiny bands? Yeah. <laughs> Remember me for centuries. Girl, ain't like me in high school. Yeah. They were, and then now they're like a, a Magic Dragons type band, I think. Oh. Yeah. Hey, like, Muntrum, you like Magic Dragons? <laughs> like a Michael McDowell Donald <laughs> type band. Maybe um. this is it. <laughs> Um, should we close the mailbag? Yeah. Closing, closing up, up the, the mailbag. Bag, gossip bag, gossip bag, gossip bag, bag. Closing up the gossip bag. bag. It's so much fun. Da, da. That was wow. beautiful. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, we're about the time where we need to start talking sanitation oh. sensation. Sanitation sensation. I love the Philadelphia Inquirer for this headline. Yes. <laughs> uh, if this is your first episode. Uh, and, and why would it be? <laughs> <laughs> why start now? <laughs> uh, but we uh, we watch a movie 15 minutes at a time, uh-huh. and then we discuss those 15 minutes on the show. Yeah. We're on our third movie, which is the... 
Garbage picking, picking, field goal goal kicking, Philadelphia phenomenon. Starring Tony Danza. Yes. And we are uh, in our third segment of this movie. It's online. um, In nine parts. On YouTube. Nine parts. They're about 15 minutes each. So we just watched part five and part six. They're labeled. Yeah. Um, If you heard it before, there's, uh, there's a guy... Eight years ago, it by just putting a camcorder in front of a TV, and he's got some commentary in these two <laughs> yes, segments that we watched today. Some of my favorite parts of the movie so far. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So this guy, eight years ago, he started a YouTube account called Tony Danza FTW. Yeah. He's in those eight years has posted nine videos, which are just the nine, nine parts, parts of this movie. Yeah. And thank God for him. Part four ended. We saw Tony Danza ordering some ribs mm-hmm. at the at the day before his first game. Um, and Big Bubba was sitting across from him. Yeah. Part five opens on a rib off. <laughs> one of the player one of the players sees Bubba and Tony Danza sitting across from each other and they both start to eat ribs furiously. Yeah. And, he, and the camera pans right into his face as he screams, Rib off! And yeah. the entire team <laughs> scrambles to surround their specific table yeah. to watch this intense rib off, which is one of the most disgusting scenes in any movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It was horrible. It was mortifying. Uh, just the rib bones are piling up. Yeah. Tony Danza's face is I want, covered in rib juice. I want to know who the director of this movie was and how many videos of knee surgeries Wes you Anderson. watched before. Because this entire scene is filmed as close to their mouths as they can get. And they're just gnashing rib ribs with their yeah. teeth like... Mega close-ups. It was queasy. It was. I mean, it was queasy watching it. It was so um, gross. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I was rock hard. <laughs> I was uncomfortable, but in yeah. that good way. Uh, good thing I got my sweatpants on, <laughs> which I do not. Andy, I do. Does. I do. <laughs> uh, but needless to say. Tony Danza wins that motherfucking yeah, yeah. rib contest. Uh, and if uh, if you're not familiar with the movie, Bubba, uh, at, in a few minutes, he does a weigh-in, and he weighs in at 366 pounds. Right. Um, this is a big boy. And Tony Danza and takes him down. And he's got to be 6'8". Yeah. He is tall I am and just also fat. Like, no offense to him. He's oh, a we fat actually guy. know he's, he's dead. He's since dead. The yeah. actor that played him. Yeah. He, mm. Complications from a gallbladder surgery. Yeah. But he's he's not like a big rip dude. He's a big he's fat a dude. Fat t- he, like, I'm constantly, they keep showing shots of the entire locker room. Uh, and they have some, like, real players in there, like, really big guys. He dwarfs yeah everybody he he's is so a tall behemoth. his shoes are he's got to have yeah. like a size I, 20 when they, shoe when they did the weigh-in i was actually uh surprised that he was only 366 pounds yeah well, he, i feel like in real life he's at least he's 400. Like, you say 360 that's what i also what was funny is they have the sliding scale weight like yeah. where you slide that little thing uh-huh. he slid it all the way to the end yeah. and it didn't move yeah. like <laughs> how he got such a precise yeah. measurement 361 beyond me uh, so, yeah. So then um, later that night, they're back in the hotel room. Tony Danza, uh, they're still in Philadelphia, but they're staying in a hotel the yeah. night before the game. Tony Danza's on the phone with his wife doing the, oh, oh, oh baby, I don't want to be here you. either. I, I don't want to be hanging out with NFL players. What are you I wearing? Miss you, baby. What are you wearing? Uh, and then he hangs up. He My gets inexplicably up. hot wife. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, Tony Danza is a good looking dude. He's a garbage man. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Oh. That's my family. Oh. Um, Tony Danza gets up to go to the bathroom. Bubba comes out of the bathroom there standing face to face. Bubba is 12 feet taller yeah. than him, but he says, you might want to give that a minute. He's like, Something like that. You know, I've been working in garbage for 16 years. I yeah. think I can handle stink. <laughs> Guess what? He can't. Nope. <laughs> he goes into it and just starts How screaming. How does a man? <laughs> he's just screaming. He was screaming as soon as he went to the bathroom. Door closed. Ah! How does a man like that actually fit on a toilet? Oh, because we've can't. talked about on this podcast how Andre the Giant would just shit in the corner, right? Yeah, shit in newspapers. <laughs> Maybe that's why he was screaming. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they he didn't could, go into that. He he legit could not. Um, it has to be so uncomfortable to shit on a on a oh small toilet. For God, him. like it just can't work. So also, you know, I don't know about NFL. Uh, rules or, or traditions or whatever but i would assume that when they book a hotel for the players they might they might double up but i can guarantee you that they, they don't get twin beds yeah. <laughs> they, they were in a hotel room with twin beds yeah this guy cannot fit on a twin bed it was a ti- it was like a motel room <laughs> yeah. it was a tiny yeah, tiny with room like floral p- and this movie was made in the 2000s it's not like it was 1972 <laughs> yeah. and they didn't give a shit about players yeah. yet like, i was kind of hoping that it was going to be a planes and trains and automobile situation and they were going to have to share a bed <laughs> <laughs> those aren't pillows <laughs> <laughs> oh buddy um but yeah so and then we cut to the next day. They're in the locker room mm-hmm. getting ready. Uh, as they leave the locker room, Tony Danza receives his first concussion, concussion. of the game. They, <laughs> for some reason, the entire team has took it upon themselves to start a celebration with the G-Man. Yeah. <laughs> that's his nickname on the team, the garbage man, G-Man. Or his name's Gorman. We don't know. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Barney <laughs> Gorman. <laughs> Barney Rubble Gorman. <laughs> Barney Rubble Gorman. Um uh, where they headbutt him very ferociously. This one sends him flying into his locker. Yeah. <laughs> Concussion, Concussion number one. Number one. Uh, they get out on the field right before they're going to go out. Uh, the coach uh, says to Tony Danza, hey, Gorman, G-Man, my, ba- my buddy. Trash picker. You're starting. You're starting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. He does that. I'm not ready, coach. He literally said that. That's my favorite. Uh, in like old cartoons, like when people get scared, when they're like, like what is that? You sounded like a droid. I've never, I've never heard that noise anywhere but like Scooby Doo when Shaggy gets scared. He's like. What is that? <laughs> Who makes That's that scary. noise? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. So he's nervous. He yeah. he shanks one in practice. Uh, yeah. He's on the he, sideline kicking he misses into the, the net. net. <laughs> yeah. So this is the net. He's got a like kickers Which have is a impossible. practice net. Yeah. It actually uh happened this Season. I think it was the Chargers lost their kicker. <laughs> I think it was the Chargers. They lost their kicker, and uh, the 
TV was showing the backup kicker warming up in case they needed a field goal, and he <laughs> completely missed the net. Jesus. Like, on national TV. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he misses the net. His wife comes down, yeah. and she's just like, hey, it's just it's a just game. just a game, Just remember? a frigging game. Just mm-hmm. a game. And he takes that to heart. Yeah. And his next one hits the net dead center and knocks it over. Yeah, knocks it over. <laughs> and then, uh, so he's got the kickoff. Yeah. What does he do, Andy? Well, he kicks it. Yeah. And then, for some reason, all 70,000 people in attendance are completely transfixed on a ball sailing So through. is the other team. <laughs> Yeah, all, the They're Redskins. Up at the it. Redskins, or sorry, the Washington team. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to call them now. The Washington team stops dead in their tracks and just watches the ball float over their oh heads, my God, look as at if that. they've never seen an object be right. Uh, like, <laughs> Is that thing gonna go right out of the arena? Yeah. Uh, which that was my bet. That was my yeah. guess. It doesn't. It just goes through the uprights. Yeah, but. But he kicks I've been, a field goal. I've seen countless football games in stadiums. From any seat, every kickoff looks the exact same. There's no other, like even if it went through the uprights, when it was in the air, you wouldn't be like, oh my God, right. what a kick. Like, yeah. But everybody in the stadium for like 15 seconds, it's like, whoa. Yeah. So yeah, so that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, and then after that, does he get a second concussion or not until he makes? Oh yeah. Right after that, somebody headbutts him again and he is so disoriented that he tries to run back out on the field to be on the defense. Yeah. <laughs> no, he tries to go to the wrong side. Oh, right, right. <laughs> like, no, Bubba. Bubba's like, no, over here. Oh, Bubba. <laughs> I wish Bubba had like a little papoose that he like <laughs> carried Tony Danza in. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Uh, at some point in the game, he's brought back on to kick a field goal. Uh-huh. Chip shot. First one's yep. a chip shot. Nails it. Nails it. 25 yarder. Third concussion. Third concussion. And he goes, nah, no head bets. Then he turns around and the, a guy behind him headbutts him. Yep. And that one knocked him knocked to the him. ground. He was unconscious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if this happened in 2017, there would be a Twitter. Twitter would be going crazy about how football is unsafe. Yeah. Because there's a player unconscious on the field. Yeah. His third concussion, man. Third concussion of have, the nobody's day. Nobody's even looked at him. No, they have not given him a sideline yeah. test. They haven't flashed the It was back when concussions were funny. Yes. Con- they this, were very concussions funny. Concussions are hilarious. Delirium is yeah. funny. Not so much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see the sequel to this 25 years later when he murders his wife because <laughs> of CTE. <laughs> um they bring him in for a 45-yarder to win the game, which they did not set up until after he kicks that field yeah. goal. I feel like we didn't know the stakes when he kicked that mm-hmm. field goal. No. Then they cut to Chris Berman after the game. Barney Rubble. He has already got a great nickname. He's yeah. the G-Man. Yeah. Barney, Barney Rubble Barney Gorman. Rubble Gorman. The G-Man. Shut up. Not you. Me? Not you. Him. <laughs> uh, but he kicks a game-winning field goal. So he kicked the win, yeah. game-winning field goal. Yeah. He's a talk of the town. Yeah. He's on the front of the Philadelphia Inquirer. Says sanitation sensation. He's on yeah. he can't cover of Sports Illustrated. Trash. He, him and his partner can't yeah. even pick up trash because there there's so many people fo- mobbing. Following his yeah. garbage route so they can chant G-Man at him. Yeah. G-Man. 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 So, 
then. Uh, so he. Oh, they did you go check to... out the Sports Illustrated headline? Oh yeah. No, what did it say? The eagle has landed. Ugh. I know. It's <laughs> about right though. Uh, so then, him and his partner Larry. Uh, what's his name? Oh, he's number double zero too. By the way, yeah. which is, it's, I love that. Fred Stoller, uh-huh. the actor. And then his partner, Larry, go back to the dump yeah. because they can't get any work done. And the guy's like, why are you back here so quick for? And he's like, can't get any work done. You know, you got a star now. <laughs> he's like, well, your star's suspended. suspended. <laughs> and then Tony Dan's like, yeah, well, you know what? I quit. Ooh. I quit. He quits. And he drives away, steals the dump truck. Yeah, he drives away in the dump truck, which... <laughs> I would assume that it's not his, right. <laughs> but the the boss doesn't say anything about yeah. it. Maybe garbage men have to buy their own trucks. The boss, the boss of the whole garbage men, I guess, yeah. works at the dump. Yeah, not where the trucks are. He's yeah. just at the dump yeah. outside. He's always all at the, the dump. <laughs> he's really grouchy. He's yeah. not happy about this. Yeah, he's he a just real wants curmudgeon. somebody to pick the trash up. Yeah, so Tony he quits. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm a football player." Yeah, Goes he's going to get two thousand dollars to go sign cards. Yeah, he doesn't need a job. Doesn't need it. Uh-uh. Um, so he gets home. They're putting up a Christmas tree. Yeah. I didn't know it was Christmas. I didn't know this was a Christmas mu- yeah. movie. Yeah. How Would've about a holiday nice. movie? Yeah. Why not throw that in there earlier? Yeah. I mean, make it a Christmas movie. Yeah. Come on. Anyways. So we're in what, like week 14, week 13? Something like of that. Of the season. And his son's like. Uh, and they he has now won. I think they've won three games with him. Like There was like the spinning yeah. headline montage thing. They beat the Lions because, yeah, of course, they did. Of course, Tony did. Chris Berman says that he took the roar out of the Lions. Yeah, sure did. But it seems like in all three games, he has kicked a game-winning field goal. Yeah. Which the odds of happening are he just, at least kicked... just to get into the position to have a game-winning right. field goal. Like, <laughs> uh, so his son, they're putting up the Christmas tree, and his son's like, They're having a special career day, dad, on Friday. Please don't bring another dead rat. If I was Tony Danza, I'd be like, Fuck you, kid. Yeah, you were not proud of me two weeks ago. Yeah, you little bastard. <laughs> you little you shit. were not proud of your father who provides, puts yeah. food on this fucking table. And you're whiny you're proud just because I brought just one I... giant rat <laughs> into yeah. your class. Just because I came in stinking like garbage because yeah. some got dumped on my head. You think that's and that my I problem? A dead, moldy, rotting rat. Yeah. <laughs> you know your mom makes more money than me. <laughs> well, not anymore. No, not anymore. Not anymore. Now he's making that bank. So, uh, yeah. And then his wife's like, well, don't you have to work? And he's like, nah. I, I quit. All the time in the world now. I quit my job. They're gonna pay me to sign cards at a memorabilia show, which is also funny at a memorabilia show. A memorabilia show. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Can find a sponsor for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Tops. Borders. <laughs> um. So yeah. So then that happens. Then at the next game, he's got another game-winning field goal lined up. Okay. <laughs> This is not just a game-winning field goal. There's like routine, 10 seconds left. It was routine. A routine 75-yard <laughs> field goal. Yeah. Which means we're at we're at the opponent 50 four, we're at the opponent or we're at your own 35-yard line. It's where yeah. he's kicking the ball from. It's like an extra 10 yards on top of whatever the record is. The record The record right like now 65 is uh, or I believe I believe the record right now is 63, 63 yards, and it could have been like 61 at this point. 
So another 12 yards. <laughs> Probably was, because that 63 is relatively recent, isn't it? I think it was, yeah. And it was in I remember, it was in Denver, because air, the air is uh, light, thinner there. Um, but yeah. Which matters. So an extra but this 12 is like, yards. It's a long, that's this, a lot. This is testing the limits of, like, not just... Uh, like human capability, like, like yeah, the, a donkey couldn't kick it that far. No, no, this is, why not just have made it a hundred yard field goal? Like, um, just uh, let him kick it from the goal line, like a oh, hundred and ten yard field goal. I have to rewind because we missed a good commentary. Uh, when so at one point, not the first night that they stayed <laughs> oh, yeah. in the hotel, the second time they showed them him and Bubba staying in the hotel, uh, two of the other players came in and basically they kidnapped Tony Danza. Yeah, He's so driving them around the party. The, what, they break curfew. They stay at the hotel so they are all safe and accounted for. They break curfew by uh, one of the players gives tickets to the game to a bellboy who then gives them his car. Yeah. <laughs> You, we don't have any. We don't have any wheels. Nah, here we do. <laughs> here, we do. <laughs> okay. here we do. Here we do. I stole. So yeah, I um, traded tickets to the bellboy for his car. Yeah, and uh, the car is scraping against the ground because Bubba's so big. So they're driving around, and at one point. He's like, uh, Tony Denz is like, we need to get back. We can't break curfew. And he's like, ah, if we break curfew, it's just a $10,000 fine. Yeah. And he's just like, Tony Danza is like, what? $10,000. One of the players goes, uh, I use $10,000 as toilet paper. Yeah. And in the background, we hear the guy filming it like scoff. Yeah. And he says, to translate, that means he's wiping his ass with $10,000. <laughs> It's just the guy in the background. You hear it all quiet. That translates to uh, he wipes his ass with $10,000. Thank what you. Was, there is another one where he, the guy, the guy in the background, something happens that was crazy. And he oh. just goes, whoa. Um, uh, 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 uh. Oh, um, uh, one of the last scenes we see is a family dinner with Tony Danza and uh, everybody. They're eating, and now he's kind of oh, full of himself. Yeah. So he just missed. We just talked about it. He just missed the kick, and uh, the seventy-five yard kick was not good. He like shanked it left, so it went into the stands. Yeah, <laughs> really weird. Yeah, <laughs> it went like fifteen yards forward and forty yards yeah sideways. <laughs> so next scene, they're eating family dinner, and the his dad's like, "Ooh, you really fucked that kick up." Uh, and he's all huffing gruff. He wants to talk about anything yeah. else. Fred Stoller goes, you know, the guys down at the garbage dump miss you. You got to come around and hang out yeah. anymore. And uh, uh, and he's like, well, you and the guys should get some more things. Get to get, Yeah. You tell the, the guys to get a life. Tell the guys to get a life. And we can hear the guy filming the movie go. Oh, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> It very earnestly too. Yeah. This, he's this guy is so invested in this he movie. Loves <laughs> he loves it. Tony Danza FTW. <laughs> I want all of our listeners to go watch this movie and him to see that his views went up like a hundred or whatever. I know Alex Bergman did. Yeah, Alex. Yeah. Uh, sorry for the quality. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for that's how it starts. But uh, uh, sorry for the quality, and that's where we end. Yeah. The, is the gasp was pretty much the exact end of the this part. Yeah, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so he's he's quit his job. He's starting to. There's a little. Uh, uh, you know, he's starting to get a little full of himself. Yep. You know. Yeah. 
in a sense. Yeah. He misses his first kick. Oh, it's a 75. Like, you can't really blame the kicker when the coach is so asking weird, him yeah. to kick a 75-yard field yeah. goal. But, uh, uh, you know, I feel like they're uh, they're setting things up. I feel yeah. like there's another 75-yarder some in our now. future. Yeah, we had Chekhov's ribs because <laughs> <laughs> it was established that it's his favorite food uh, earlier in the movie. And then today we saw him out eat yeah. Bubba. So Bubba. they're using Oh, him. oh, that's also one thing. He wins that contest. Bubba's like drunk off of ribs. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Tony Danza just like got anything to say or something like that. And he just goes, Where must- <laughs> yeah. where's my sandwich that I ordered? Where'd that sandwich go that I ordered? <laughs> like he just ate like a hundred ribs <laughs> which i actually thought that was like a that was a really good line yeah where's the oh, sandwich i ordered we uh this all the in middle way through this clip that we just watched this movie becomes a, a about there's a b plot where we're watching bubba really struggle with staying in the oh, nfl yeah. uh he was he was told that he so he's a big, we've talked about how he's a big guy he weighs in at 361 and uh or 362 whatever it is uh uh, the coach says, if you aren't down to 350 by tomorrow, it must have been 362 because we said he had to lose 12 pounds yeah. in a day. If you aren't down to 350 tomorrow, we're suspending you. Yeah. And his loyal uh, hotel roommate, Tony Danza, yeah. uh, tries to stop room service from being yeah. brought into the room. And Bubba sees this and runs this guy in the funniest scene of the movie so far. Uh, it's shot like Bubba is the boulder from Indiana Jones. And this guy, this bellboy is screaming his head off. Like the most like uh, genuine scream I've heard in a movie in a long time. Uh, and he gets run out. He gets yeah. run down. Tackled at the five yard line is what Tony That's Danza says. That's gotta hurt. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, and yeah. that's where we are, and that's where we'll end this too. Yeah. We're at an hour and ten. Woo! Uh, thank you so much. Hey, happy New Year, Andy. Happy New Year. All acquaintance be forgot, and all acquaintance be forgot. I'm at Penridge. Andy Reid. Oh, this is man. Fumbling around. <laughs> 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 <laughs>